Pilgrimage of the Heart Meditation is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Hi, this is Sujantra. Join me now and every week to discover the beauty, joy, and peace that lies just underneath. And tonight what I want to do is just talk a little bit about meditation and some real practical elements of it or a real practical look at it. So in the, in the blue booklet, which at one time or another everyone has gotten, Sri Chamoy writes, if you want peace, then you have to meditate on peace. If you want love, then you have to meditate on love. If you want joy or any other divine quality, the best thing is to meditate on it. That is the only way you can get these qualities. And so then, the question is, how exactly do you do that? You know, how exactly um, do you meditate on these qualities? And one of the teachers who my teacher spoke very highly of was a teacher who passed away in 1950 named Ramana Maharshi. And so he wrote a poem about meditation and the spiritual journey. And I just want to read a few excerpts from it because it really gives a really good detailed look at the actual process of meditation. So he writes, as the fowler bird, a bird that goes after, um, well actually I don't know what a fowler bird is. I was thinking there's a bird that ate fowl. A bird that eats other, other birds. Okay. <clears throat> as the fowler birds are caught in nets, so too By the holding of the breath within, the mind can be restrained. This is a device that will effect absorption of the mind. So by holding of the breath within, this will affect absorption of the mind. And here the idea is that our mind... Just like it's either restless or calm, you know, two different states of mind, a restless mind full of all kinds of thoughts or a calm mind, so too our mind can either be outwardly focused on our sense perceptions around us, or the mind can start to turn within. And so this absorption of the mind, the turning of the mind within, is a big part of meditation. So all day long we're focused outwardly, our mind is focused outward, and meditation is the ability to turn the mind within. Just just as the bird is caught by a net, so too the control of your breath is the net that can catch the mind and allow you to turn it within. 
for mind and life are expressed in thought and action. That is, with thought and action as their function. They diverge and branch like two boughs of a tree, but both of them spring from one single stem. And so we have these two dimensions of ourself, our thoughts and then our actions. Or you could say at a deeper level, we have mind and we have our life energy. And oftentimes we think of these as separate, like our thoughts separate than our actions. But what he's saying is that both of these things come from the same root, which is our soul or our deeper nature. So realizing that even though we have different expressions of ourselves, we think certain things, we do certain actions, we make decisions, move our life in different directions, that all of these different elements of ourself are all connected back to our true nature, our essence. When, by the means of restraint of the breath, the mind has been controlled, then make it flow along a single current. That achieved, its form will then entirely disappear. And so this is the essence of what Sri Chamoy is talking about in the passage. So, again, the idea of controlling your breath, slowing down your breath, it quiets your mind, quiets your thoughts. And then to make your whole mind flow in one direction. So oftentimes we're thinking of this, and our mind jumps here, and our mind's jumping all over the place. But to be able to bring your mind to just one point of flow, to have it move towards one object, and then is the experience of being immersed in that object. And that object could be the feeling of love, it could be the feeling of joy, a quality you want to bring into your life. And so that's another way to describe concentration. So you learn to quiet your mind, turn it within, and then get it to flow towards one object of your concentration. And then the last one. When mind has given up the sense objects which are external and the mind has drawn within and has perceived its own effulgent form there verily true knowledge dawns when the mind has given up sense objects which are external and has drawn within and so that's one of the key things that we do in the meditation practice is you start just by calming your breathing, slowing your, down your thoughts, calming your body, and then we concentrate outwardly, so on the sound of the music or on the uh, color on the painting. But then once you've quieted your senses, quieted your mind, then comes the ability to turn your mind within so if we do an internal repetition of a mantra, or if you're visualizing a, a light in your third eye or in your heart center. So to do that, to visualize, you have to be able to turn your mind within. And so it's something we can all do. It's just you can't do it just on the spot in the middle of the day. You need to give yourself a little preparation time. So with our mind externalized all day, if you try and just 
in one second turn your mind within, it's really hard because there's been you're just going outward. But through these techniques, you can slow things down, quiet your mind, quiet your breath, and then you're able to turn within and have the meditative experience. So tonight during the meditation, we'll focus a little more on the breath, breath control, so you can focus in on that a little bit. And then when, once we've turned the mind within, we'll focus on uh, the quality of love. Try to really feel and open up love, pure love in your heart. And then towards the end of the meditation, we'll use some chanting. We'll chant Om Shanti, Pujari, we'll lead it on the harmonium. And we'll use that also. The chanting or the mantras, singing is another form of breath control. Okay, any questions about any of those ideas? Pretty deep ideas, but I think we can all do it. It's not that difficult to do. Okay, great. And so beginning by just being conscious of your breathing. If possible, breathing in and out through your nose.
an awareness of the muscles in your cheeks and jaw. Feeling the release. As we exhale, as slowly and smoothly as is comfortable. Through your solar plexus, through your navel, 
base of your body. Now choose one other area, either on the surface of your body or deep inside your body, where you feel or suspect there's tension. As you breathe in, breathe in an awareness of that area. And as you exhale, release, let go.
focusing on the sense of hearing, for a moment listen outwardly to the sound of the flute. sense of touch. Be as conscious as possible of your breath moving as slowly as comfortable in and out. So feeling you are breathing. suggestion might be the feeling of a 
grandparents' love or something from childhood that felt unconditional. Or if you want to choose something from nature, you could visualize sunlight sustaining the earth, that energy of love. So as you breathe in, visualizing that expression of love and inwardly repeating the word love. And then as you exhale, feeling this love in your heart. And just letting your mind flow into this inward focus. there's another quality that you want to bring into your life, into your heart, you can switch qualities, switch images if you want to, or keep going with this quality and this image.
continue with your meditation. We're just going to transition from flute to harmonium.
now be very conscious of this feeling of having turned your mind inward. Being conscious of the peace and that energetic flow of moving your mind in one direction. When, by the means of restraint of the breath, the mind has been controlled, then make it flow along a single current. That achieved, its form will then entirely disappear into peace. One of the deeper philosophical ideas in the Indian philosophy is that it's our mind, it's the wondrous power of mind that gives rise to our subjective worlds that each of us live in. So we're all in the same room, but we're all having different thoughts in our minds, different life experiences, and that it's our minds that create this wonderful experience. And so one of the ideas of meditation is that by turning your mind inward and directly perceiving mind or going deeper into it, you have this incredible experience of the profound delight that gives rise to the mind. 
So it's like turning in on life itself and seeing it in its essence when you can turn your mind inward. In one of our teacher training programs, one of our students was a professional golfer. And for years and years, he'd heard all about visualization, how much it can improve your golf game and your life. And it was just like all, it was over his head because every time he stopped and tried to visualize, he couldn't. Didn't he? Couldn't even get a sense of what it was. And then when he did the first meditation in our teacher training, all of a sudden he understood what it was because he had spent that 10 or 15 minutes relaxing his body, relaxing his breathing, going into that calm enough state where you can turn your mind inward and visualize. And so we all have that ability. It's just a question of putting in the time and energy to do it. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste.